We are recording. Yay! Yay! Okay, welcome everybody to episode five of The Goop Pod. Episode five. Woohoo! Yes. yes. Should we start right away with what we're drinking? Lucky number five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are we drinking here? Yeah. I, I cl- what did I classify it as before we started? Have you called it like desperation? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a picture on the website that shows what we're drinking. That photo is literally just water with lemons in it. Uh, what we're actually drinking is uh, all lies, people. It's all lies. It's all lies. It's all fake. Um, what we have is. Uh, it is some Applejack uh, with tequila, um, lemonade, white wine, and then some lemon slices. And it's not bad. No, it's not, it's not like the right quantities is not terrible. Exactly. Although I think what's more interesting is what we're eating because this is tasty. Oh, yes, this is wonderful. Yeah, um, I made uh, some ghost cheese bruschetta with um, avocado and heirloom tomatoes. Um, there are pine nuts in there as well. I'm as allergic to nuts. No, no you are not. Okay. Um, salt and pepper to taste. Uh, so I like it. It's very, Oh, there's some balsamic vinegar in there, too. It was sort of like kitchen sink bruschetta, but it's really, really tasty. I spilled some on my new couch. Oh, no! <laughs> I told you it was messy. It's fine. Okay, I'm gonna flip these things around anyways. There's like a button popping on. <laughs> I are there buttons on the bottom? Can you flip? Them? Yeah, you can flip them. Oh, okay. I be careful with that because you won't have too many. You only get like twice. Well, I'm gonna have you fix the buttons. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So should we start with? Um, do you want to start with the um, overview? Yeah. So okay. let me pull up my. Okay, because I want to eat, so you have to. Yeah, talk let me for a pull second. up my outline. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you prepared? I'm never ever going to read. You're these. never prepared. I'm never going to read these in advance. I know. Well, that's what's more fun about it, though. Cool. Too. So here we go. So uh, did we already do the introduction? Yeah, we did. Yeah, so, I'll redefine goop real quick. I want to do it. Oh yeah. Okay. No, no, wait, no, wait. You like doing this? I do. You can do the disclaimer. Okay. Um, so it started as an online lifestyle newsletter and became a modern lifestyle brand created by a woman whose ivory tower is taller than that one building in Dubai, Gwyneth Paltrow. You mean the Burj Khalifa? I did, but I, I thought about saying it and I was like, A, it's funnier if I don't say it. B, I don't know how many people would know what the Burj Khalifa is. And so I was like, I was going to try and make it more attainable to the everyman, but you made it, you took it that step further. Thank you. That's yep. what I'm here for. Yep. <laughs> to make it more bougie. <laughs> to make it a little bougie. Yep. It's fine. So what is our disclaimer? Oh yeah, we don't want to get sued. Um, it's for our amusement only. We are not paid by Goop, nor do they give us free product. They probably never will. And then none of the brands that we, um, you wrote promote, but I, we don't really promote things. We really talk about things we like. Review. Review. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's kind of a, a level that we don't go to. All right. We don't fine. do true reviews. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, we don't, we don't really promote things. We just talk about things we like. We're just two people, tail end of being millennials. We secretly wish that we could live the life of Gwen the Paltrow and we need to find other ways to do so. And we hope, maybe. That will help you along the way. So in every single episode, we're going to make go get do C. We're not going to do any of the Bs because we could stand the unbearable lightness of being. Because we could <laughs> couldn't, stand... Couldn't. Couldn't. Well, that's a typo on your end. It is. We couldn't stand the unbearable lightness of being. That made me very happy. I'm very proud of that one. Do is that from something? Yeah, the unbearable lightness of being. Have it, I think it's a book. I've never heard of it. Really? Really. I'm going to Google it right now. Uh, we don't have time for that. We do. You're a little low energy today, Nick. A little? Oh, I'm not nearly drunk enough yet. Well, if you drink that, you will be. Mm. Yeah. 
I may or may not have done a shot of whiskey before I came upstairs, too. This is me sober, people. I don't... I don't <laughs> you're less fun. I know. <laughs> Nicholas! Get drunk with me! <laughs> this is basically... I'm turning you into an alcoholic. This isn't good. Should we, like, pause it and let me catch up? We should. We should pause for a bit. We're going to stop and let we'll Nick catch up a little bit. Because we're only, like, six minutes in and we need a break already. We need a break because we're going to finish eating a little bit and uh, we need Nick to, to be more fun. Yeah. We're going to give Nick a pep talk and then wrestle a little bit and then we'll come back. God. <laughs> I might never come back. <laughs> what, is, what is the, like, sailor saying? I'm going to go get some cigarettes. <laughs> I'm never going to come back. <laughs> So Nick went to go get cigarettes, everybody. Although I don't I'm, smoke, so what would my equivalent be like? I'm going to go get some more avocados. <laughs> That's the millennial equivalent. Because if we just stop buying avocado toast... Kids, I ran out of avocados or avocado toast. Yeah, so, gotta, <laughs> so we got to go. Gotta I go had more. avocado toast for breakfast, but I made it myself, so I didn't Good for feel you. bad about you it. You didn't spend $6 on it? No, I okay. spent $6 on avocado toast for the week, because I still don't want a house, but I do want avocado toast. God. Okay, going to pause. Okay, we'll be back in a little bit, folks. shot at the the disclaimer for the podcast so because that felt sad before whatever okay well then let's move on let's, let's just go on to let's it. move on to the first uh Thing. okay uh goop scoop which nick still hates but we're still doing i've actually warmed up to the idea of goop scoop really uh, yeah it rhymes <laughs> if it could be like an alliteration of some sort uh that would be great i don't know i don't know i don't know have like a thesaurus to like know what we could use for in place of scoop. If people okay. wanted to tweet at us an idea. Sure. Where could they do that, Nick? At the Goop Pub. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. I am always on brand. You are always on brand. I'm not as good at it, but you you make up for both of us, really. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, what we're looking at at Goop Scoop is this article was published as of the uh, recording of this podcast maybe two days ago. And um, the title of the article, this is for Mashable.com, so you can take it or leave how credible the source is. Uh, but I'm going to flip it, a coin and let that decide it for me. Okay. That's about the accuracy they'll have. Oh, okay. So, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's goop is a hazard to your mes- mental health. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and the credit goes to uh, Alex Hazlitt uh, for Mashable. And um, I've got a couple pull quotes from the article. Um, ooh, let's pause for whatever is happening outside. This is one of the cons. Um, of my okay, should, should we go on a tangent? Oh. We, have, we have a new uh, base of operations. For yeah, so um, uh, TGPHQ moved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. TGPHQ moved from um, where I used to live in Wauwatosa to... Um, oddly, the same building that Liz lives in. Yes. Which I also now happen to live in. Yes. Now, if you have any stalkers, now they know where I live. Yay! Great, we can share <clears throat> that together. I had some in my early 20s, but I think they've all petered out. Was it fun? No! <laughs> like, on like, some fucked up surface level where you're kind of like, I've made it. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Yes. No, 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 no. No, um, because when you're 22, I, this is a weird tangent story, but I think it's worth telling for anybody who thinks that it might be glamorous. Um, I was, I was in a show when I was 22 and I had this guy that kept like 
Facebooking me from shows, but I'd never seen him, and he had no... And we weren't friends. He was just, like, messaging me over and over, and I was never responding. I wasn't encouraging it. I wasn't trying for anything. Like grinder. Uh, possibly, <laughs> but it's, it was Facebook. Like, he would find my name in the program, and then whatever. And uh, he... After a show, this guy came up with me, and I'm convinced it's the same guy, because he was emailing me during the show. And we were... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and I walked out uh, from the lobby, and there's this guy waiting for me, and he shakes my hand, and he palms me something. Uh, and he said, uh, I wanted to give you something so that you could entertain yourself, because you entertained me for the last hour. And... Um, I opened my hand that there was a little packet of what looked like breath mint, uh, like a, a like uh, mouthwash or something. It was blue, and I read more That's closely. Uh, no, it was personal lube, and I I That's lost it. Sexual. Yeah, it was assault. terrible, and I went. <gasps> and I was 22, and I just didn't know how to handle it. And I went over to the producer of the show, and I'm like shaking, and I tell her the story, and she looks at my hand, and it was still there, and my hand was like outstretched, and she like slaps it out of my hand. She's like, go wash your hands. Go. And she found the guy and she was like, you are barred from this theater. You are not allowed to come back in. It was very weird. So it's like, I never, ever, ever think of that because it's just so, it's too weird. It okay. is too weird. So I should quantify I When I say stalker in like a fun way, I mean like the rom-com version of it where like you have like the <laughs> fun like... <laughs> there is no real rom-com version of it. It's always creepy. It is always creepy. It is never anything else. Well, isn't that like that... Isn't it kind of along those lines of that thing where it's like if you like the person like a stalker thing is kind of fun but like you're not a stalker but like the, like the no, I, creepy thing. I do agree with... There, there is something in the rom-com world of like if the guy that is attractive shows up at the woman's house every night for 365 days with like a rose... If that is the person in the movie that we are supposed to believe that she ends up with, we accept that as a norm. But if it is a creepy stalker person, then we don't accept it. We go, that is terrible. I don't like you. But if you went through, like, any of those 80s, like, anything that John Cusack did and say anything is not an acceptable form of wooing and should be stricken from the books. All right, should we get back on tangent now? Now that we've taken taken the time to do that. Not on subject, not on town. Um... Not on okay, so the, the credit the credit for getting back on topic <clears throat> um, is Gwyneth Paltrow's group hazardous to your mental. Oh my god, I can't talk. I can't talk every time I'm on this podcast. Gwyneth Paltrow's goop, hazardous to your mental health. And here are some of the poll quotes from that article. Uh, We live in an era of unprecedented anxiety. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, 18% of American adults have an anxiety disorder, and women are 60% more likely to experience an anxiety disorder in their lifetimes. In fact, just being female is listed as a risk factor. Um, into this content, enter Goop, which could rename its due section as things to wor- <laughs> things to be worried about. Uh, I'm flemmy and I can't read. Nick, you finish it. <clears throat> Goop publishes discredited or blatantly untrue uh, information, like the idea that bras cause breast cancer. They don't. Per this guy. Or the Epstein-Barr virus is at the root of many chronic illness- illnesses. It's not. When they're rightfully called out for irresponsibility promoting they justify in the name of conversation. Note a good, good rule of thumb is that if you rest on the it, just, just asking questions defense, you're being an ask, asshole. 
exploits the emotional effects of its ideas on its readers by giving them things to buy in order to assuage the anxiety they've created. But they entirely sidestep the fallout when these the sham suggestions invariably fall when held up against basic science. And actually, this reminds me of like something we talked about in <coughs> probably episode one or episode two at this point, where you mentioned you were talking about like um, like the pressures of being a woman and like buy these things and you'll be pretty or like buy these things and like you'll have a, a well life and like it's basically shaming people into buying things. Yeah. And this article we didn't I didn't pull the whole thing because reading the whole thing is redundant, but we'll we will put up the there link on the website. Yeah. On the w- website, which is the goopod.com. Thank you. Um the the basic idea of this article is that, you know, it, it people aren't really taking it seriously at the moment and maybe they shouldn't. But at the same time, a couple of years ago when uh, Jenny McCarthy came out on Oprah and was like, vaccines are dangerous. They gave my son autism. People took that seriously. And now it is causing a real risk to um, mothers and people who just like won't vaccinate their kids because they're like, this one person said this stupid thing that isn't based by science. I'm sorry, I'm not... It's a- like, I'm not... Wait, again, another disclaimer, we're not doctors. If you no, but I about- sincerely disagree with anti-vaxxers. If you're an anti-vaxxer, you're probably Agreed. not listening to this, but... In still. full disclosure, if you have questions about vaccines, you should speak to your qualified medical professional. Yes. That being said, like... I think even, like, the main thing that people point to that study, it was, like, obviously discredited. The guy was like, yeah, I made it up for headlines or something along those lines. Yeah. And it's, like, it's even, like, diseases like polio for, like, polio is one, I think, I think it's polio. I'm probably giving the wrong, the wrong disease, but there was, like, polio, I believe it was, that was effectively eradicated. Yeah. Like, as a society, we decided in, like, the 50s or whatever it was, like, we are going to vaccinate the world and polio is going to be gone. And then it was gone. And now we have these diseases, like, and it's like measles and mumps and all these things that are coming back. And, like, you see it, and it's largely because of people who are like, vaccines give my kids cancer or gave my kids autism. And it's kind of like, realistically, everything in 30 years, we're going to go, yeah, that causes cancer. Yeah, that was bad for us. You know what's bad for you? Living. Like, living kills you, like, realistically. Yeah. So, I mean... And I mean, it's like, we're all going to die someday. That's exactly. just, that's not a thing. And the the idea that something that could actively help you that we are now fighting against, and that I think is in essence my biggest issue with Goop as a whole, is that we are getting to a point where they'll say something like, bras cause cancer, or here, shove this egg up your lady bits. You and yoni, as they call it. Yeah, and it's just not... That's utterly not backed by science. Well, the thing is, too, in fact, they're like that's so unhealthy. Well, and the thing is that I that I think is um, really the kind of stuck on too is that they they oftentimes do rely on this. Oh, we're just doing it for the conversation, but that's not the way you're purporting it. You're not saying like, hey, this person has this idea of like shoving a jade egg up your your <laughs> your yoni, your yoni, or like, um, hey, earthing. Here's this thing that we read about and we're trying it out. It's not like. It's like, hey, this is this interesting thing we're kind of thinking about. What do you think about it? It's like, this thing works, and it will balance your life, and will help you discharge electricity in your body, and you're going to have a well-balanced life, and, and blah, 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 stupid, stupid, stupid. Click here to buy, <laughs> click here to buy the $500 thing that's going to make your life worthwhile again. Yeah. That's, that's what they do. Yeah. 
Which is snake oil. Like, it, what they are doing is the exact... It's, it's like in Pete's Dragon when the guy shows up and passes him a quaddy. And he's... If you haven't seen that, Nick is giving me a look. And I, I think he hasn't... this is. No, in the movie Pete's Dragon, the original... What 19- is this movie? You've never seen Pete's Dragon? No. Okay, they did a remake of it, but that probably won't have this character in it. I haven't seen it. I heard the remake was good, but, but anyway. Um, in the original, there is this guy that shows up in Passamaquoddy, which is the name of the town, and he is selling people snake oil, and he's... It's a, it's a great performance, but it is uh, paramount to my point, and people should go watch the original Pete's Dragon with Helen Reddy. Because uh, the music's great anyway, but... <laughs> Do you know what would be really great and totally on the nose, but totally up Goop's Alley? What? If, like, they started peddling actual snake oil. Oh my god, you're so right. And they were like... And they were like, we know in the past that snake oil has been a bad thing, but we're taking it back. (laughs) We're taking it back. Um... It would be, it'll be like, it'll be something stupid, like it's a detox thing, and it's like, it's like really stupid. Or it's like like snake venom or something, which which will like plump your lips or something. Snake oil in the past has been, been a misnomer, been a bad thing, but we're taking it back. This snake oil has real snake venom, just a little bit, not a lot. I swear to, there are women's, uh, like lip plumpers that do, I don't know if they actually have snake venom in them, but they yeah, botulism. It's botulism. It's actual like yeah. a, par- a paralytic that you're putting into your into your body. Yeah, because I think I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've always heard this is a thing like Botox. Like you shouldn't like like make weird faces or like sleep weird on your Botox when you get it first time because it might actually like, paralyze your skin that way. Uh, you are I, putting uh, you are putting literal poison into your body in the pursuit of maybe looking good. And I say this for my male privilege, like that I don't actually have this problem, but like. Like, because there's not as much things about men, like, on that subject. Yeah. I'm probably being really derivative at this point, and I'm probably going to cut this. No, 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 no. You leave it. You leave it. If you're going to say it, you leave it. But, like, I think women are under this, like, undue pressure and things like that. And it's not to say that men are not at the same time. Like, you pick up any GQ or Men's Health magazine. Oh, sure. And it's, like, some ripped guy on there, and it's, like, with, like, a, a perfect jawline, and it's, like six steps to a healthier ab, like abs and it's like okay cool so there, this, there is pressure but it's overtly out there for women and it's sure. like overtly out there to like call women out on it I think. um there was also did you see in the last week there was also this thing um a guy and i forget, he's a blogger he wrote this big like instagram post letter to his wife who and it was like i love my curvy wife and it was all about how he yes i did see it and, i and heard about it then the backlash came and it was like uh, all of these faux articles where it was like, I love my fat pig wife. Or, and I was just like, oh, okay. I understand that he, what he wrote is very condescending. Mm-hmm. But it came from a place, it came from a good place. He was yeah. trying to do a good thing. And, well, and I don't think it's necessary, and I, oh, I say this without having read the article. I, I read maybe two or three articles about it, and I read the original. I'm happy that we were like, oh, you read it all. Okay. But so I say this from like a, like, is, is curvy a bad phrase? Curvy is not, but the way that he phrased the rest of the letter. Okay. Um, it was sort of like, um, 
when I was growing up, people made fun of me for liking curvier women. And the uh, articles that were in response were like, you put it on you. Like, that he's taking this, like, it hurt me that I liked bigger women and nobody else could see what I can see. And the point of the article was then that, like, women, one day there will be a traditionally attractive man that finds um, you attractive. Now, that being said... I have actually experienced that from you um, because my boyfriend is very traditionally attractive, oh, tall, dark, knit. Yes, no, no, no. But the truth is, is that you do tell me on occasion, as do many other people, that my boyfriend is too attracted to be dating me, and that's a weird. I have never uttered that phrase. Not exactly, but you admit that you have said something in that. You use the phrase "traded up." Yes, which is, that is in that vein. And I was, we were walking around a street fair and some woman walked up to me and just grabbed my arm, looked at the two of us and went, nice job. And I was like, I don't know what to do now with I that. I weirdly defensive. Um, it, but men do this to women too. Like and women do this to men. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. I agree. I agree. I agree. A hundred percent. But I just don't understand why it's anybody's business whether or not you're dating somebody who is like why do other people get to look in on that and just go like well done um i think it comes from a place of like where we like we always want that person that's perfect and maybe there's a little bit of jealousy on my side let's like, let's like <laughs> bear it all and be raw for a moment yeah like, let's let's, let's like drop it. the let's, pretenses let's drop the pretenses Nicholas. here it's like um, maybe it comes from like a, a standpoint because like I think there's like those studies and things that like it's like the tens will like generally congregate together and like the sixes will generally congregate together and like you know people are like fours congregate together and all that other type of stuff so it's like coming from somebody who's like not a ten <laughs> and I'm not accusing you by any stretch when you do it because we also have a banter that I think Correct. it is largely acceptable for the way that you I know, and I like, talk to each other we went to that I think your grandmother's uh, birthday party and people were like you guys are so mean to each other it's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> true <laughs> people were like <laughs> oh, it was very, very funny to me. And it, oh, it was it, funny to us. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, you guys are so mean. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you guys just cut each other the quick. And I'm like, but that's how we operate. That's, that's how we operate. And, like, I'm not going to beat around this bush. Like, I think it comes from, like, a point, though, like, um, jealousy probably is, like, too much of a phrase or too bit too far on that subject. But it really comes from a point where, like, we all want that, like, perfect human being. Sure. And, and from that- you, I accept. And from you, I never think of it because I know that... You don't actually really feel that way. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest difference. But when strangers start doing yeah, it... Yeah, strangers is a little weird. That so. is strange to me. And I also... I just kind of go, you know... <laughs> yeah, like, you know, that's weird. Like, why are you... Why are you, like, cutting me in core like that? I get it. But I think it comes from, like, again, people, like, want to trade up. Sure. So I think it comes from... I think it actually comes from, like, speaking for myself and probably everybody else. It like, comes from a point where you're, like... Good job. Like, I wish I could... I wish I was you. Like, I could trade up and be, like, date a 10. Like, this, like, handsome person who, like, is tall and, like, like just hot. If we have any listeners right now, they're going to be furiously Googling to see if they can find a picture of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think we've ever said his name. Um, I know. I think I did well, in the okay, last episode, on. but never his full name. Like, 60% of our, our listeners are your friends. Are people that know me. <laughs> that know you. So, like, they, so they'll either be, they'll either be offended on my behalf or they're agreeing. No. What they're doing right now is they're nodding and just like, that damn Liz, she's so fucking lucky. Like, I hate her. <laughs> 
Oh no. Moving on. Moving on. Um, but I and I know we got on a big tangent from big, the digital. Big. I, I don't care though. I think it is an important discussion to have. Um, and something that it does tie back into the original theme, like where Goop feels like because they also do have it's that cosmopolitan um, women's health idea of like ten steps to your perfect body. That there are always those jokes on the top on the front of women's magazine covers where it's just like accept yourself, lose ten pounds in two weeks. Like it's exactly well, and I think it it's an interesting discussion. We could actually fill up an entire. We could actually probably do our own a singular podcast about on that, that subject yeah. and like an issue every single week. Um, but. I'm already busy enough with this one. Um, (laughs) It's a lot of work. Okay, strangely, way more work than I ever thought it would be. Um, But that's like that's another thing about like where Goop like affects my mental health is like they put out something crazy and like oh god I'm gonna have to talk about this. Um, But it's like (laughs) (laughs) that is very specific to us. But yes, you're right. It does. Well, I want to make it all about me. So um, as you should. But yeah, I think it's it's like a thing. Like Goop does, and I think this kind of like paints into like this bigger puzzle piece of our like lives um interestingly along the same lines i saw a thing uh, an article that talked about uh like is social media making you depressed or something along those lines and the answer is yeah it does like realistically like who doesn't like page through facebook or like twitter or like instagram or whatever and like you see like your friend who's got this perfect life and you're just like i've said so many times i was like usually i don't put up pictures on facebook unless they are heavily edited in Photoshop just because it's like that is the image as an actor that I'm trying to put out there. Yeah. That is what I want people to I see. It's a bad thing, but like also at the same time, like I'll go like well actually realistically I don't care about other people. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm kind of a sociopath along those ways. But. You you both do and you don't. I I have seen in some ways you absolutely do not care, but in other ways you 100% care if the waiter at the restaurant thinks you're an asshole because you think he's going to do something. Oh yeah, I think he's going to spit in my food. Yes, so you both do and you don't. You have this polar opposite extremes in and of yourself. Is the litmus, is the person going to spit in my food to if I care? Yeah, but that's still a way that you care about what other people think of you. I think it's really niche. It is, but you have a couple of other ways, too. I've seen you have panic attacks based on what people might, may or may not think about you. I'm cutting that. No, 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 no. This is what you get for, like, me. I'm being very honest about the fact that people think I'm too ugly to be dating me and my boyfriend. (laughs) No one has ever said, ooh, you're ugly, you shouldn't be dating him. No, but there is an implication. I have never implicated. You haven't. I'm not accusing you. Okay. We're having a fight, you guys. We're our first... It's our first podcast fight. Um, I'm not implying you. I'm just saying you are not the only one. It's just like, I since we've been dating, I hear that a lot. Okay. And a lot of times when people do meet him, too, they're like, oh, I'm very surprised. He's very you good know, looking. You know, actually, like, the people at home are just like, Liz, we get it. Your boyfriend's fucking hot. <laughs> Accept it. Oh, wow. That's People not think what it is, though. date him. Like, oh, yeah. my perfect world. Like, I am basing it off of this this article that came out in the last week, because it's like, if Sean came out and wrote a thing that was like, I love my ugly Honestly, girlfriend. if he wrote an article that said, I love my ugly girlfriend, I would be like, bye. <laughs> like, That's true. I'd be like, fuck you. we have to break up. And she'd be like, oh, you think that I'm not good enough for you? And what, oh, okay. And here's, here's the other thing. I'm not even afraid of talking about this, because he admitted to me this week. He doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so I, I don't worry about him. He still subscribes, right? I need he subscribes, st- yes, I need but he statistics. doesn't listen to it. I need those statistics. Yes. He, he subscribes, doesn't listen. So we're good. Wonderful. And if he does, he doesn't make it probably past the first 10 minutes. Maybe. 
Does he not like podcasts? Is that like... No, thing? he likes certain podcasts, but they're usually but ones he doesn't that like, I've so, suggested. Wait a minute. So he thinks you're ugly and he doesn't like your podcast. No! That's what we're getting at. You think I'm ugly and you're putting that no, on him. No. Anyway. So off subject. Okay. Um, should we go into our first official, like, after the goop scoop? So, um... The goop, is, scoop, the goop scoop point is this. Is that... Like, is it hazardous to your mental health? Based on this conversation, yes. Resounding yes. Actually, I'm going to go ahead a step further and go, like, everything in life is hazardous to your mental health. If and you do too much of it. If you do too much of it. Also, like, if you, like, care. Like, if you, like, <laughs> read goop with, like, this idea of, like... And you read, like, the... I don't know, like the weight loss shit, and you're like, this is what's going to make me happy. If that's what you need to make be, make yourself happy, like, on one hand, I say, own it, yeah, go for it. Like, if you want to lose weight to make yourself happy, go for it. But I say, do it for you. Yep. Like, and don't do it because, like, you think society needs you to do it. Like, I don't know, YOLO, we're only here once. Like, yeah. You know, life is short. Do what makes you happy. Like, I agree. Like, I've resolved that I'm just going to look like Jabba Hutt for the rest of my life. Stop so. it. Stop it. You're beautiful. No matter what they say, words can't bring you you down. down. I think we need a little Christina here. We do. A little Christina. Uh Uh-huh. All right, so should we go into our first official segment? What I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to that song later as I'm crying and cleaning my apartment. (laughs) Eating ice cream with your bare hands. (laughs) I actually use my... I use one hand as the scoop for the ice cream. I use the other hand to polish things in my apartment. (laughs) As you're using, like, you have a, you have a whipped cream canister attached underneath your, your it, neck, under, underneath under. your chin, so you can just, like... You know. So it goes, <laughs> like, oh, I people love you in your head. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, ready? Here we go. And we're moving into our first official segment. We did get very real, and I'm proud of us, though. I think that was a good thing. You know what we're going to do? We're going to have... This is going to be the first time people actually comment on our site. Um... I might turn those things on. Um, oh, are they not turned on? I'm going to turn them on because I don't like comment sections and things. But um, um, I agree with this, except for the fact, like, I think it is important uh, just in case there is somebody who's like, this really helped me in some way. And you just kind of have to wade through. And in the same vein of like... Honestly, if our podcast is something <laughs> that helped you... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, um, reach out on reach out to me on privately at mail at the com and I will I will help you out. But um, like that that being said, I, and this is, I hate to keep flooding the stories about things that happened to me in the past, but it's all I have. Um, I did a I did a web it all we have is things that happened to us in the past. It's true. Life is remembering. Um, I did a web series years ago um, where I played like the. Do sex you also she subtly like plugs something that she did. Yeah, but I'm not saying what it is. So oh, like they can't find stuff about it um uh, but it it did go i will say it did go slightly viral only to prove this point where i was playing like the the hot girl in something and uh there were a whole bunch of comments underneath it about like the comments went one of two ways they were either men going i want one of those yeah like very very of those yes yes not i wish i could that's a literal quote too like it's like oh i'd take one of those that was a literal comment not like i wish i could find a girl like that yeah i want one One of of those. those yeah and then the other stuff that would come in was uh, there, I, I will never forget it because it was my first like comment where it was like slapped across the face of like you have to and it's not even that bad like other women get way way worse stuff but it said something like um, 
I get her delivery is a little stiff, and that was fine, but he's like, if she's supposed to be the sex symbol, you better do something about that acne, otherwise it's just awkward. And I had maybe a zit somewhere on my cheek that was covered up with makeup, but it was like... Was it from a woman? No, it was from a guy. And to the nerd dumb credit, like, a whole bunch of guys jumped in and were like, and I'll bet you're an Adonis. Like, to be fair, there were a bunch of men who were ready to come to my defense on the internet, but still, it was a weird place to be in. We've talked a lot about stuff that's not actually goop-related. That's okay, though. It's okay. It's okay. good. Tangents are good. Tangents are good. Okay, so let's go into the actual first We said segment. we're going to go into like four times. I know, but we're actually going to do it this time. Okay. You ready? Go! Wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, Nick and I actually did go to the Goop pop-up. <gasps> no, pop-in. Pop-in. Sorry, the Goop pop-in I'm in half, Chicago. I was wondering when we were going to talk about we, this. Right away. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> pseudo right away. <laughs> okay, so the pop-in ended the... Uh, was it June 18th? It was a while ago. <laughs> it's it's August. It is August. Um, yeah, so we went to the Goop Pop-In. We specifically went to Chicago uh-huh. for a Goop thing. That is how much we love. We took the train down. We took the train down. And let's talk about that train ride for a moment. <laughs> so, I love the Hiawatha. Let's leave a little plug to Amtrak for a moment. Okay. I think the Hiawatha is fantastic. It is 50 bucks round trip. Um, I'm sure there's a way to get it cheaper. Sure. Um, I don't know what it is, but if you know what it is, mail at the Um, and it's 50 bucks round trip. Like you don't have to drive the two hours or so to Chicago, depending on traffic. You don't have to find parking. It drops you off right at, at Union Station, which is like downtown, just a little bit west of, uh, Magnificent Mile. And it's a fine ride. There's no snack cart, which would be wonderful. But <laughs> it's not the Hogwarts Express. It is not the Hogwarts Express. Which is upsetting. But. Which is like, I would love to be on a train, by the way, and um, I imagine I'd be with one of my less well-off-to-do friends, and <laughs> the trolley person will come by and be like, snacks? And then I'll go, we'll take the lot! <laughs> you, you mean me. <laughs> I mean you, but yeah. Like, and it'll be like, no, it's fine, I'm on a budget, and like, realistically, I should be on a budget. I have packed something. I have packed something, and I'll be like, I should be on a budget, but I'm like, yeah, we'll take six of these things. Like, yes. And we're gonna do it, and I'll like, throw some coins at them, like galleons. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most condescending thing you could do to somebody who was like... Oh, I would like, throw at them, but like, I'll like, you know, in the Set scene, down a coin purse? Like, in the scene in Harry yes. Potter, he like, puts out his hand, he's got all these galleons in it, and yes. it's like... Okay. I, I imagine you chucking quarters at an old lady. Go! Here! Here. I'm not homeless! <laughs> you look like you are! <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, anyway, let's, so, yeah, let's talk went, about this actual... We went, and it was great. It was With great. a big question mark after it, it. No, I actually will say... I did have a good time. We oh, had, had a great day trip. Time. We had, had an awesome day. Um, if you were following us at the Goop Pod on Twitter... You would have seen some of these photos already. Um, and let's first things first. So it's in a Nordstrom, uh-huh. which was about what you expect. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. It was great. It but was not as big as I thought no. it was going to be. And that's the thing. Is I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger. It yeah. was probably no bigger than my living room, which for the people at home, you're never going to see. Um, True. But, but your living room is what? Like 12 by 20? 12 by 20. Something like that. It's about, it's about 200-ish square feet. Yeah. yeah. Ish. Ish, give or take. I don't know. I haven't actually taken a ruler to the whole thing. Nick's living room and my living room are the same size, by the way. So if you've been in Liz's living room, you've been in mine. And realistically, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have been in my living room. Exactly. So it's about 200-ish square feet. And that's 
Um, a little bit smaller than I thought it was going to be, but that being said, for the product that they had, it was a fine size. It wasn't like it felt small. They didn't have a whole lot there. I was a little surprised too. And you know, the it was like the last day though. And, and, uh, you know, it was the last day, but still like, even from when we were looking, I thought about this later and I kind of looked on the Nordstrom pop in site yeah. and the list of the things that they had there were not, there were not, um, a ton of stuff. True. The ton of stuff. Um, they did have some of the more ridiculous things out there, but it was a lot of like real basic stuff. Sure. Um, so yeah, so we got there, we found it, we started looking around at things and then started giggling to ourselves. <laughs> we were laughing so hard. Because we found, we found the, uh, fancy Febreze. We found the fancy Febreze and you could pick it up and shake it and okay. hear the rose quartz So this inside. is fantastic. So when um, we thought, we talked about the fancy Febreze, we're like, they drop a rose quartz crystal inside. And you're thinking like, I don't know, maybe like fingernail size Yeah. Like something like I, that. I, like a dime. A dime size. Yeah. It probably, you know, weighs, I don't know what like a, a quartz weighs because I don't know the density of quartz off the top of my head, but it's like... <laughs> don't you, you? No, I don't. You figure it'd be like maybe half a grape size or something like that. Sure, something good, at least... A little substantial. Yeah. Seriously, from like shaking this, this sucker around, I swear it was like the size of a, ri- a grain of rice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It, maybe. it was like the size of if you were having a scone at Starbucks and you dropped a crumb somewhere. As you dropped a crumb. Yeah. Less, half of that. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I never expected to be like this, like, you know, geode in there. <laughs> I wanted it to be half of but it. But when I was shaking it, I at first was just like, I don't hear the quartz. It's weird. Like, maybe do they like crush it up or something? I was like trying to like rationalize this because I'm like part of the, I'm in the reality distortion field at this point. Like yes. I'm accepting goop for what it is. Yes. And I'm shaking it. I'm like, do they crush it? Is it like powder? That's why I don't hear. And then I started, it must've been like stuck somewhere or like, and then like, it's like you hear him like, I can barely hear him. Like, Liz, be quiet. I can't hear this quartz. And it's like... Well, and then when we heard it, we started laughing even harder because, because that was like, amazing. it's so fucking... They make such a big deal out of it. It's so tiny. And, and then, the, Oh, well, it was on sale, though. It was on sale. Was and on sale. while we were laughing about it, we were laughing so hard that we drew the attention of a sales girl. You're not going to use their names because we don't want them getting fired. I don't remember them. Uh, and I'm going to actually file this under a goop scoop. Okay, go ahead. Gwen has not been. This is this first time you're hearing this, guys. Yes. This is a real scoop that you're hearing two months after the pop. This, yeah. This is this is pretty big, according to our well placed source sources, which are the workers at Nordstrom. Yes. Um, Who are very kind. Oh, very kind, super helpful. Very we're forthcoming. Talk about them in a moment. Yes. Very forthcoming. Um, Gwen has never been to the Chicago Poppin. No, she did go to one though. Which one did no, she, she go to? To like two. She went to like think the oh. Houston and Toronto. You're one right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And when I'm like, oh, she couldn't even be bothered to go to all of them. And then the the worker offered up this little tidbit. They're like, which is weird because we had like I think the second best sales out of all the like eight or nine locations. And I'm like, which further goes into this Some idea, idea. idea that she has never been to Chicago in earnest. Yes. We talked about that she, like, was at some conference. She talked about something. Yeah. But I think literally it was hop off the private jet, car to Chicago. It's almost like she's been there under duress. Under duress. She's like, I, my agent, I signed some contract deal and I was obligated to come to this. I didn't realize what it was. And I didn't... I, re- I got off the plane and realized I was in the Midwest and I had to get the hell get out. Get the hell out. And <laughs> I mean, I get it. I live here. But, uh, <laughs> I love it no, here. No, actually, I take that back. I like, on one hand, um, from like being to the coast, I'm like, God, this is so wonderful. Like, 
California is one of my favorite places in the world. But at the same time, I'm like, there's something about the Midwest that I really enjoy. People are very nice here. It's not even that. It's like something about like, I don't know. It's just like a vibe here. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know. Let's not get it's into homey. like, let's not even get, no, sure. homey's not even the thing. It's like something about it. Well, it's probably actually because it is my home. It's like, I'm at home. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Gwen's been never been to the Chicago Poppin, which is weird because you feel like she would go to all of them. Yeah. But at least, you know, if I were the CEO of Goop. I would check in. I would check in. I would yeah. pop in as it were. Um, to the to Poppin. Poppin. I would pop into the Poppin. Um, and check in on people, things. Anyway, so they, we were talking to these, uh, workers at Nordstrom about it and we were like talking about all this, like all this stuff. And we were looking at the vitamins because the vitamins were there. Yeah. And we were like, I mentioned like 90 fucking dollars, 90 <laughs> fucking, 90 fucking dollars. And she was just like, I don't know what people buy those for. And she even started this thing. She's like, there's like seven or eight vitamins in a pack. Like you can't even absorb all that right away. Yeah. And I'm like, did you listen to yeah. one of our episodes? And then I was like, oh, episode four hadn't been posted yet. Yeah. So I was like, I was just like, yes, this is like a thing. This is a thing in the universe. Like, again, if you have questions about Although, vitamins, Nick, share with the listeners how much you spent at the Goop Pop-In. What I need to say first is, if you have, anytime I talk about vitamins or medical stuff, I have to say, speak with your qualified medical professional if you have questions <laughs> about these things. Because, um, again, don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> Um, I don't know. Let's talk about how much you spent first. And what did you buy? Okay. I will say I bought it in, uh, in service of the podcast because we had talked about it before we got there. I bought um, one of the, the, the dusts that you can add to your smoothies. I bought the sex dust because... I had read so many articles about making people sick. Because you're trying to keep your 10 boyfriend? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, I had read... Gotta do some weird things to keep that here. (laughs) (laughs) I know my sister listens to this podcast and I apologize profusely to her right now. I'm sorry, Val. Um, You should apologize. Your little sister's grown up, though. (laughs) Ah! Um, No, I got it simply because I'd read like two or three articles about people who were like, this made me feel ill. And I was just like I, I can't okay. believe that so I can't weird. believe it because it's ground up like herbs and vitamins is what it is and I was like then what is it and I I desperately had to know what so I spent twenty bucks there that was that was the extent of what I spent at the Goop Pop did you use it uh, I have not used it yet I because most not because I keep forgetting mostly because I am a little afraid I think you just need to own it one of these you should just do like a Saturday night be like Sean. I said his name. We'll cut it. Okay. Um, I've said it like five times in this episode already. Be like, hey, babe. (laughs) (laughs) I've never called him babe. Tonight we're using sexness. Ew. Do you like put it in your palm? No. Do you put it in your palm and blow it like Poison Ivy does? I was just going (laughs) to... I was going to say the same thing. We are on the same wavelength. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I like Batman and Robin. There's that Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. No, it's Batman uh, it Robin. is Batman and Robin, and I don't love it. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I think Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy is wonderful. I agree with you there. I think she gives a great performance. I think that is a shitty movie. There is a bat credit card in that movie. I like it. <laughs> no, I, you don't. No, I do. I actually legitimately like it. I like how like homoerotic Gotham is. And, like, <laughs> like, like, because of those na- bat suits, the naked men, the bat suits with the nipples on them, like. 
I hate it. No, I think it's great. I, I think, hate it. I think Robin is super hot. Like <laughs> Chris O'Donnell was just the oh, he was beautiful for his day. But I was way more Three Musketeers. Chris O'Donnell. Uh, it was pretty. Perfect. I don't know these things, but um, even like um, was Mr. Freeze in that one? Yeah. Yeah. So even Arnold Schwarzenegger in that was great. Shh. Um, uh, just super campy. It was like it was like a comic book version of Batman that I really liked. It was like I kind did. of a campy version. There's even okay. They even make fun of it in Batman Beyond. There's a part where there are a bunch of like little kids uh, in the cartoon versions talking around talking about a specific story. Batman Beyond. Yes. You watch Batman Beyond? Of course. Um, and there, and, and Mark one Hamill of plays the Joker, right? What? Mark Hamill does the Joker, right? And that? Uh, I, think I think it's that. He does it in a lot of the animated stuff, though. I love Batman Beyond. It's what it's really. But great. anyway, there's a there's a scene where there are a bunch of kids sitting around talking about a Batman thing and like how it happened, and then one kid comes up and starts going, "It's like and then they had like zippers on their Batman suits," and one of them just goes, "Shut up, Joel." <laughs> one of my favorite jokes in Batman Beyond is like old Bruce Wayne is like with the new Batman kid. Yeah, is like and like they're talking. Like Batman, new Batman's mom, and she's like, "Oh, what does he do for you?" Which is a little weird. Billionaire is like having my like underage son like do things for me. He's not actually. He is in high school, but he's not. He's underage. If he's in high school, he's almost probably underage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Continue. You generally graduate when you are about eighteen. It's fine. There was okay. Fine. He was held back. Look at that boy. He was held back. <laughs> that man is twenty-seven. That animated boy is 27. That's what you have to tell yourself. Um, anyway, so, like, it's like, it, like, elderly Bruce Wayne's like, oh, he's a gopher. He goes for this, goes for that. And I'm like, and I'm just like, that's clever right there. I liked it. And I think they do, like, a smash cut as he's, like, saying this of, like, him, like, getting beat up by something or, yeah. like, getting attacking something. But I like it. I think they should make, we were, I was just talking about this the other day. They should make like, live action Batman Beyond with... Uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Michael Keaton was an okay Batman. He was perfect. He was an okay Batman. He was the best. And I, I love Christian oh, Bale. No, and Michael Keaton was the best. Okay, I take this back. Michael Keaton is my favorite pre-Christopher Nolan Batman. I disagree. Because I, I love... I. This has now become the Batman podcast, everybody. Okay. Um, the Batman Hour. This is the Batman segment. But no, I, as much as I love Christian Bale, Michael Keaton was the best Batman and Bruce Wayne. He did both of them flawlessly, as opposed to, I think, Val Kilmer, who did Batman well, but not necessarily Bruce Wayne. Uh, George Clooney, who did nothing well, even though I love George Clooney. And, um, I like Batman and Robin. You need to stop. It's such a good movie. Stop. Poison Ivy, she's like, come along, babe. She's great. <laughs> but she's basically Betty Davis. She's just like, hello, boys. <laughs> I think it's so good. <laughs> We've strayed so far from the but, I love that scene in one of the um, Michael Keaton Batman movies where he's like, She's like, can you pass the salt? And he's like, what? <laughs> or oh, they're waiting at the, like, the table. And then he's yeah. like looking around, he's like, I don't think I've ever been in this room before. And he like, he's just like, do you want to go somewhere else? Like, and she's like, yes. And then they go to like the kitchen and have ice cream with Alfred. It's awesome. And I think that maybe is why I think he's the favorite, uh, my favorite. Because um, there's something about like. To be fair, that's almost a writing thing though. It's a writing thing, but there's like something about like the delivery to it is like he yeah. knows that he's like a billionaire and he's very gauche sometimes. Yes. Or like rather his, his station is very gauche. So he's just like. I don't think I've ever been in this room before, which is like a ridiculous thing. Do you know who would never say that? Who? Gwyneth Paltrow. 
No, because she's self-aware, she probably would be. That I suppose. But um, but yeah, it's super good. I love it. Uh, Batman and Robin, despite what Liz thinks, are fantastic. But anyway, let's go back to the pop end. <laughs> okay, so the pop end. <laughs> so you got sex dust. I did. <laughs> I, was, I was about to be like, how did we get it? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you got sex dust. You haven't used it yet. Maybe we'll talk about this later if you ever are brave enough to use it. But yeah, I don't know. I we yeah, possibly. We'll we'll discuss that later. But you talk about what you bought and how much you spent at the group pop in. So, as we've talked about before, I'm gonna be careful. You're head to the class. Oh, okay. Let's move that out of the way. All right. Um, you're like worried about spilling things on my sofa. And I know. Chair and like, well, I don't care if I spill on your side table. Go ahead. It's cheap. I yeah. need to get a new one anyway. Um, different subject. Uh, oh, so as we've talked about in a previous podcast, I like the marketing of the pills. You do, yes. The marketing's genius. Yes. It's great. Uh-huh. Um, my favorite one is Balls in the Air. <laughs> of course it is. And I know it's not like, it's supposed to mean like, oh, I'm juggling so much stuff. Yeah. I just like the sexual innuendo behind it. <laughs> balls in the Air. Um but also the seriousness behind it that is the modern day juggle of life. Um, but so they had this sort of like fucking keychain and it was $15. And I figured when I saw it that it was gonna be like some sort of like porcelain or ceramic or something. Cause it's something of quality. Cause it's 15 fucking dollars. And it's actually made of this plastic material that is like, you know, like when you have your name engraved on a thing outside your door at work. It's that plastic. It's it's the same plastic. Um, not even your door. It's like that little signage that you would put on your desk. That's what I mean. Like that signage thing? Yeah. And like the insert. You can yeah. get like really cool ones that hold things. But yes. like the plastic thing that your name gets engraved yes. on. Sometimes it looks like wood. Sometimes it's like black or white. I said this at the time. Uh, when I was in high school, I had a job in a refrigeration company. And it, it was called making tags. And what you do is you sit for hours. You would cut like basically what looked like a big sheet of um, uh, tag board down into little like inch by fourth inch rectangles. Mm-hmm. And then you would have to engrave in those plastic, whatever the part number was. That is the same plastic okay. that these things are made in. And it would take me out and I, therefore I could not buy it because it was $15 for something that I, oh god it was so stupid. So, so stupid. stupid. But I wanted it. And you bought it and I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So fucking stupid. Um, and then... <laughs> <laughs> so I bought that because I wanted the balls to be in the air uh, keychain. And then I also bought a water bottle. Yeah. Which was $35. Yep. And actually, I have it over here, and I'll go grab it. Because it's, it's the... I mean, you'll go grab it so we can show the listeners. <laughs> oh, no, so wait, no, it's you, on your bookshelf. It's on my bookshelf. Um, it so says goop on it. It says goop on it. And it's got, like... It is a glass water bottle, which is fine, which is, like, my thing now. So but it's about... It's slightly larger than a can of soda. Oh, it's, like... It's, like, 19 ounces. Maybe yeah. Maybe 20 ounces, if that. And the problem that I actually have with it is the top is so fucking small... Yeah. ...that, like, pouring water into this thing is a chore. Yeah. Like, you need to buy a funnel. And I don't actually have a funnel. I don't know why it's not something I have, but I just don't have one. And I seriously, when I was pouring this thing, I could not pour the water slow enough into it <laughs> without, like, half of it getting all around the around the edges. And, like, yeah. the cap is kind of, like, useless. Um, 
cleaning this thing was a bitch because, um, like, my my water bottle brush barely will fit inside of it. Although, presumably, if you're just putting water in there, you shouldn't really have to clean it. I was going to clean it the first time I used it. Oh, Because okay. I didn't know, like, if anybody touched it or, like, if, like, I, you would think that Goop would have, like, chemical-free stuff. Yeah. But you know it's a sham, so they probably, they don't care. Okay. So I cleaned it beforehand. But, like, it's a fine water bottle. $35? Yeah. No. I have a larger glass one that I like more, um, like from Target, and it was like 15 Yeah. And I think I got them in a two-pack. Like... It, I've seen your Target water bottle, and it is way preferable to the Goop water bottle. It's also like 10 more ounces. Yep. And you can actually like fit ice and like cucumber. Like, if you want to like throw some cucumber in here, you couldn't. No. Because- Not unless if you did it in like strips. Not even strips, because if you think about how to get that out of here, then... Oh, it'd be impossible. You'd, like, your... My pinky can barely fit in here. Maybe that's a little bit more about, like, how... uh Oh. Uh Uh-oh. My fingers... (laughs) For listeners at home, Nick just got his fingers stuck in his water bottle. Whatever. (laughs) It's like a Chinese finger trap. Um, The difference is is that I have to break it to get it off. But it's like... Oh, and then, like, the... I think I saved the tag. I wish I would have saved the tag and had it readily available for this, but... It talked about how, like, you'll never drink water the same. I'm like, this is a fucking glass water bottle. It's not like this thing has, like, an accelerator that will, like, pump it into my body faster. (laughs) I just didn't understand, like, the hype around the water bottle. But it's fine. It says goop on it. Um, When I take it to work, people are like, what is goop? And I'm like... Don't. Just don't. don't. Just don't. Let's not start. Let's just not start because I don't want to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so... Oh, I also bought one more thing. Oh, yes. So, and there was this other thing that I bought and it's... Oh, that's right. Yes. So when we were talking to the people, we were talking about like... Uh, when we found, like, the fancy Febreze with, like, the quartz inside, we, like, called one of them over. Yeah. And, like, the workers over to us and we were telling her about this and she's like... So there's, like, quartz in there? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what does it do? And I'm like, oh, hold on. It is charged in the light of the full moon <laughs> for inner balance and stability or something bullshit yeah. like that. And she's like, wait, what do you mean? Like, so there's, how does that help? And I'm like, exactly. You understand. And then we kind of asked them, like, earnestly, like, is there, like, is there, is there any of this stuff that's, like, actually good or, like, is it all bullshit? And they're like, honestly, it's mostly all really expensive stuff. And I say this not to, like, hopefully get them fired or anything, because I think they were really honest with us. So, yeah. like, Nordstrom, don't fire them. Um, but, like, they were being honest. And they were, like, realistically, because they knew what we were there for. Yeah. Um, they were, like... They were, no, like, it's all pretty pointless. It's all, like, pretty pointless. She's, like, the shirts are really soft. And I was like, that's true, they did, they did feel, I think they had, like, one left, and it was, like, yeah. really soft, and it was kind of cool, but I'm like, it's also a $60 t-shirt. Yeah. Which, realistically, I guess at Nordstrom isn't crazy, but yeah. at the same time, it's, like, more than I want to spend on a t-shirt. Um, but then we asked, like, if there was anything that was good there, and she pointed out, like, this, and I don't know if it was actually goop-related, or it just was in this section, but it was, like, this watermelon jerky, uh. and she said she really liked it. And I was like, this actually could be good. Like, I think this is fine. I think it was really expensive. It was like 10 or $11. For, yeah. In terms of something that is basically a fancy fruit roll-up, it was very expensive. Um, fanciest fruit roll-up. Yeah. <laughs> the fanciest fruit roll-up. But, um, but yeah, we did, we got that, um, and, uh, we'll put post uh, pictures on the website, but, um, the fancy fruit roll-up tasted like shit. It was terrible. And actually, weirdly, the okay, I'm going to take this back. I'm going to take this back one step. The taste was not bad. It I was, did like the taste. Well, you don't like watermelon. That's also true. I like watermelon. But um, 
the taste was okay. It was watermelony. I could tell it was watermelon. But the problem is it was like on this like shoe leather of like dried out dehydrated watermelon. And it was like really tough and it like got really stuck on my teeth and it was like blah. <laughs> it was gross. I gave it to Melissa and Melissa loved it. Ugh. But it was so disgusting. I it really was hated so it. it was like not good. I'm like, I spent eleven dollars on this shit. Like you can buy a full like you can buy like a two pound pig bag of beef jerky for like ten, nine, ten bucks. Yep. And I'm like <laughs> like whatever maybe not two pounds but the point is like you could have bought something way better there was also this book Gwen had there which I was paging through and this girl like un unsolicited is just like don't read that book if you do you're just gonna find out that everything that you're doing in life is wrong and I'm like I smiling from year to year yep I love you like, like you're all so great. You're all so great and so down to earth. <laughs> like, and they knew is that was the other thing. It was like they had had to talk about this stuff for the month that it was there, and they were like, "We're tired. We're tired. We're tired we and don't done want with it. to." One, I thought one girl too was like she called one of her coworkers and they do a goop pod for goop, or they do a, a podcast for goop. I'm like, and oh, we're no, like no, oh no, no, oh no, no, about goop, about not for it is, is very different. Yeah, like they don't want us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's summarize our trip to the Goop pop in very quickly. Um, it was a fun experience. I liked it. It was good. I spent more money than I should have, but realistically, I would have spent it on something other stupid that weekend. So. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Um, I did like the ability. I actually there is something. Um, I think we talked about this before. Is that like I don't generally like shopping online. Yeah. Primarily because I want to see the thing, I want to touch the thing, I want to like know what it's like in advance. And buying things online, you don't really have that option. Sure. So it was kind of nice to see the stuff in the flesh, like it is real stuff that actually exists. Yeah. Um, the poppin was lovely. The actual poppin decor. Yes, the decor of it, the the setup of it, all of that was, was very very beautiful. It was very beautiful, and that's the thing. It's like nothing on Goop actually is ugly. Yes. Like it's all very beautiful, and so it was very much a beautiful thing. The wallpaper in the poppin was very pretty. Oh, I did love that. It was really great. I really liked There's it. some pictures you can see, like the the furniture was really great. Yeah. Um, I thought the workers there, and I don't know if this is indicative of Nordstrom as a whole, but like the workers there were very very nice. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Realistically, they probably mirror their customers a little bit because that's how they sell shit. Yeah. Is like so for the people there that are all about the ninety dollar vitamins, they're like, this is so good. Ninety dollars is a great steal for it. But when they heard us saying this is bullshit, they were like, yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. Because what did we turn around and do? Bought. We stuff. bought like a hundred dollars worth of shit between you and day. I. But between to us. be fair, at Nordstrom, a hundred dollars is not really. It's still a sale. It's that's still true. a sale. Yeah. Like so, it's still a sale. They still <clears> sold <throat> things that day. They made money. Yeah. The employees had to be there anyway. We didn't take them away from other customers that were going to spend more or anything like that. So yeah. at the end of the day, they sold more stuff because of their, their employees mirroring yes. us and mirroring what we were talking about. Yes. Um, so that's not an attack on them. They did their job correctly. They did. Oh my God, we were used. Yes, we were. It's okay. And they talked me into more stuff. Ah, uh, fuck. But <laughs> it, A month later, Nick is having a realization. I shouldn't have spent the $70 on the shit I did. Okay, well, let's just move on to go. But no, no, no it, was, it was good. Yes. It was fun. Um, realistically, if it we came, had a good day, but but if it came through again, and if you're already at Nordstrom or the place where it's at, walk through. Yeah, Look at the ridiculous shit and keep on walking. Um, but um, that's about it for the yeah. The pop in was it super worth it? Eh, not super, but it was, a fun, it was a fun day for us. Realistically, we've gone to Chicago for less. Yes. 
Um, so let's move on to Go Part 2. Go Part um, 2. And if you listened to the last episode, we did um, an episode on, or we did a segment on the best gift shops that are in Goop, and this is the second part of that. Today we're doing the rest of the cities, and we will conclude in the next episode with Part 3, which will just do the online gift shops, but these are still cities. Um, so let's move on. Uh, today we are looking at Paris. and. I- Huh? Paris. Paris. Um, we are looking at... My absurd favorite off of this list was De Rolles. I think that's how you say it. Um, Do you know how I would say it in English? What? De Rolles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the, the goop um, blurb about it that's on the website. A devastating fire nearly destroyed De Rolles in 2008, sending nearly 90% of its rarefied inventory up in smoke. Everyone rallied. Customers donated animals purchased in years passed back. Christie's held an auction. Hermes reissued their plume scarf to raise funds. And ultimately, De Rolles reopened its doors to a collective sigh of relief. Founded in 1831, it's one of the most special stores in the world. After all, since it's essentially a shoppable natural history museum. As you move past the garden boutique that occupies the ground floor and climb the stairs, you'll come face to face with lions and tigers and bears and thousands of exotic birds, butterflies and beetles, all carefully preserved and even more meticulously displayed. We love the reissues of the 19th century pediological prints, horse breed, and the anatomy of the eye, the trees of France, which are more affordable and packable than a giraffe. Okay, so I there were not one but two taxidermy stores on the list for Paris. And we had taxidermy in the last list as well. Why does one and Paltrow think that taxidermy is a thing that you that people want? So wait, hold on a second. So like society rallied around this place being shut like closed down because it's of fire. true, but so it's more it, because it's like Is it more of an institution then versus like an actual like shop? It is an institution and a shop. Okay. It is both. Like, why is taxidermy, like, the... Fortunately, the tax, the word French word for taxidermy is basically taxidermy. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you can, like, buy taxidermy there? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, basically what you buy there. I like how they basically talk about that there are things, um, that the prints are more affordable. So even they realize that this shit is expensive. Yep. And I don't... Again, I don't get taxidermy. I don't want a dead animal, even if it is preserved somewhere in my house. It's just not a thing I want. And if somebody gave it to me as a gift, I don't know what I'd do. If someone gave me taxidermy as a gift, I would um, actually give it back to them right away. Really? Yeah, I can see that. Because it's kind of like... A taxidermy is not a thing that I think is enjoyable outside of the scope of an actual uh, natural history museum. Yeah. I will go look at taxidermy in a museum, but it is creepy in a house. I like this learning. is why in movies, when people walk into houses, if they're full of taxidermy, that is usually an evil this character. This photo that you put in the outline, what I imagine is I'd walk into that room, and you know that scene from Ace Ventura, where <laughs> yes. he sees all the taxidermy, and he's just like, ah, oh, what a wonderful room of death you have. <laughs> Basically something along those lines. That's what I would say. Um, 
I don't. I like the idea of uh, like the the prince. So like anatomy of the eye. I think that's kind of neat. Like that's anatomy true, in general is kind of neat. That. I, because I also like like framed patents. I think those are cool for walls. I like um, you know how like you know how like traditionally in like biology like you do drawings of things as opposed to photos for yeah. like books. Like framed prints of those would be kind of neat. Sure. Um, a true taxidermy though, I'm out. Well, and I also just that's not a thing. And I said this in the last episode, and I'll say it again today. It is not a thing that's easily packable. That's not a gift that you buy for somebody else. Again, I just don't know why. I mean, you're a private jet. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to find a taxidermy thing for your birthday. Oh, I will I will do what you would do with taxidermy and give it right back it's to gonna you. It's going to be this, like, merry-go-round gift that we just use for years. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to share this the quick story about the gnomes. Oh. <laughs> okay, so one Christmas years ago, for whatever reason, all I was out with a, a buddy, a mutual friend of Nick and mine, and we were trying to find Nick something for Christmas, and we didn't know what he liked, and we happened to be I at like a shop. I like nothing. Yes. And we happened to be at a shop where they were selling garden gnomes, and so he and I decided that we would both buy him a garden gnome separately, and then we told other friends this, and they bought him garden gnomes as well, and so we were sitting around like doing gift exchange that Christmas, and Nick opens one, he's like, garden gnome, that's weird, thank you, and like sets it aside, and then it gets to the next gift, and he opens it up, it's a garden gnome, and there's this look of like mounting horror on his face as he starts to realize Well, because two is a coincidence, three is a pattern. Yeah, Um, (laughs) and there were like five. Um, and now it is a thing that I just give Nick guards and things. I um, don't have them out yet. <laughs> but, um, I did actually, um, I re-gifted one to my sister. Did you really? Yeah, I did. It was the one on the swing. Okay. Um, because I don't have like a, a house. A place to put it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when we were packing all the stuff up from the house, Katie was like, you forgot your gnome. Like I did forget it outside. And I'm like, Oh good. And like, I gave it to her. She has like this tree out front with like a lower branch. Or, like, and you should be happy really there. Cool right there. And so I gave it to my sister and she's like, yeah, we'll put it up. I'm like, I'm going to look for it every time we come over. And this is not a gift you can throw away or re-gift. I will take it back <laughs> when I have a house. Yes. Like, and I do like that our weird decision made you all of a sudden like our news, but I don't think the same thing would happen with taxidermy. No, like, um, <laughs> taxidermy, no, that's not happening. Like, if someone gave you a bunch of taxidermy, I think you'd just be pissed. No. Um, the only type of taxidermy, I think, I don't know if it's technically taxidermy at that point, but, like, butterflies? I could see that. That I'm more a okay with. framed yeah. framed butterfly? Yeah. That, that would be fine, but, like, just full animals. I don't like it. Exactly. Like, and also, who the fuck has enough room in their house for a fucking bear? Or a giraffe. Or a giraffe. Or, there's an ostrich in this picture. Yeah. That's not used... You have to have a big house for that. How fucking big of a house do you have? Uh, You know what? This is why we don't have taxidermy, because we don't... If we just only had a house big enough for it, we'd be on board. You're correct. Anyway. So let's move away from... Oh, the furniture store count for Paris was, was roughly four. Which is still too many. Furniture. Not a thing. Not a thing. We said this last episode. Still true. Portland. I actually have no absurd favorite for Portland because I was going through the list and some things were a little off kilter, but in in general, everything was kind of like, yeah, it seems like something Portland would have. Um, I blame Portlandia for this. I really do. Because I, it was just like everything that was even kind of weird on that list. I was like, yeah, but it's Portland. I couldn't find anything So absurd. in Portland adjusted terms, it was normal. Yeah, there was nothing like even... It was a lot of the same. It was a lot of the same of what we've seen so far. Okay. Was there anything that was kind of like women and women first? 
Uh, not really, no. no. What, but, about the, what about the not store? Uh, <laughs> no, there is nothing Jack like Bowen. that. That I think that was it. I wanted something as weird as either of those, and it didn't exist. Oh, what, feminism bookstores are weird to you? Obviously. <laughs> um, no. You are an anti-feminist. Yes. Actually, no, no. you are Milwaukee's preeminent. Uh, I'm just a girl that writes plays. I no, you are Milwaukee's preeminent feminist playwright. Uh, okay, I'm moving on because I don't want to. That's actually a quote from something. That's not me who said that. It was a review that I had. Yeah. Um, I think I might have added the preeminent word. No, it was it was prolific. Rumwaki's <laughs> somehow that's worse. Yeah. No, I want to be the preeminent. I want to be like the authority. Yeah. On, like, playwright. Instead, like, it's just I'm just the person who writes the most feminine stories. Um, Isn't that where prolific actually means? It's like just it just means most. you produce a lot of stuff. No comment on good. No. No. Prolific can be good or bad. Usually it is attached to something good, but it, is, it could be good or bad. I'm going to go ahead and say it's prolific because you put out so much good stuff. Thank you. I will, I will take that. Um, but uh, of the stores in Portland, two of the stores listed were opened by husband and wife teams. I did think that was a little interesting. I thought that was that was such. Because you don't mix business and family. Um, but they they are the type of people who was like the stores that they owned were were a lot like most of the stuff we've seen so far, where they were like pencil stores or something. And um, it I have was a pencil the, store update. Do you? Okay, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get. At, we'll go through all the store, the gift shops on this, and we'll do the pencil store update in just a second. But it's like these are the type of people that would have like two million dollar budgets for a house on House Hunters, even though they sell like used Apple cores or some such shit in their store. I look um, at a nonprofit that teaches dogs to walk again, and I um, am a conservationist who once a year will go. Uh, save a tree. Our budget is two million dollars. Two million dollars, and they get like this. Be- it's like this beautiful house that they completely remake to just be like all plywood. Oh yeah, and then they come back like two months later, and it's just like we had to spend an extra sixty thousand dollars to revamp the kitchen. And you're like, you guys don't have real jobs. Yeah. Like, How do you have all this money? I think I've told you this before. There's a House Hunters episode where like there were two people that were like, like. Not like attacking people who like do charity work or nonprofit work or anything like that, but sure. they were like, "I'm a publicist in a big city, and I have big name clients, and I'm a doctor." Um, and it's like, and they're like, "Our budget is seven hundred thousand dollars," and I'm like, "That's realistic. That's realistic for people in your in your station and like where you guys live." Um, but then they like eventually they picked out a house that was like something like three hundred thousand dollars over their budget because it was just the one that worked for them. Yeah, and I was like, "So wait a minute, you guys have real jobs." I'm like, I'm like one hand, I'm like. I want to be at that point in my life where my budget on buying a house is seven hundred thousand, and I just have to go three hundred k over budget <laughs> to get the things I needed. Like, yes, and that was a realistic thing for me. Like, yeah, like when I was like, um, who doesn't want that? Realistically, when I was like um, toying with this idea and like started the process of like looking, maybe buying a house or like a condo or something, it was like my upper limit is X. And I cannot go a penny above X. <laughs> I would like to be well below X. Like, <laughs> in fact, <laughs> in fact, if we could be a lot. If you come X, back to me and you ask me for twenty bucks over X, I'm going to be like, I'm bankrupt. I literally am bankrupt. Like I don't have any more money. Like, um, no, it's not like how you're really doing your budget, but it's like you do your budget, you figure out what you can and willing to spend on things. And you're like, this is what I want to spend, and I really don't want to spend more than X amount of money on on a place. Like. You do, like when you go apartment hunting, you're like, yes, this is the thing I want. And sometimes it's like a little bit like 
uh, this, is, this is 25 bucks over really what I wanted to spend, but it has all these amazing things. This is different. Yes. They were going like 40% over their budget. Sure. So. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. If you got the money. Anyway, rant over. Okay. Um, so let's move on to Seattle. So my absurd favorite for Seattle was Red Tickling. Go on. This artfully cluttered home goods shop and its stacks of fabrics, Ugh. both current and vintage, Ew. piles of throw pillows and rows of furniture and tabletop accessories are an interior decorator's dream, whether professional or amateur. The mastermind behind the edit is Pam Robinson, who puts her fashion background to good use by sourcing wares directly from Europe particularly useful to anyone who's interested in vintage but not willing to do the legwork to find the good stuff themselves. What? Yeah. My suggestion, do the legwork work yourself. Seriously do it. Like, if you go to a place like this, they're going to swindle you. They are going to take your money. Um, cause well, because you know what that is? We did the legwork. A.K.A. there's a huge markup. Yes. Vintage fabric well, I do agree. Sometimes to find the thing that you need is really difficult. It is hard to do the footwork to find this specific type of fabric that you are looking for. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, like, if you are just diligent and you keep looking at Goodwills and estate sales, you are going to find it. Like, somebody's not going to know what they have, and you'll get, like, 10 cents for 300 yards of something amazing. 10 cents. Well, not 300 yards, but, you know, if you ever go to a, like, a rubbish sale or something, a lot of times people will be like, this is 10 cents, and it's maybe five, six yards of something that's really good, because they're just like, it's fabric, what are we, it's, it's not even a curtain at that point, it's like, it's just a selvage of fabric. I think that, like, says something, though, about, like, value is in the eye of the beholder, the person who assigns value to it. True. So, like, to me, if I had, like, a bolt of fabric, I'd be like... I don't know what to do with this. I'm like, I guess I could probably YouTube, like, how to cut it and, like, buy an, um, a sewing machine. But you know what? I'm not going to do that weekend. Those that, things. Yeah. And I, I agree. But You it's would like, see value in it because you would look at a bolt of fabric and be like, these are new throw pillows. This is, these are um, a table This is a dress. This, this is, is a, a new dress. Coat. Yeah. This is a coat. This is, um, you know, placemats. Yeah. Like, 101 things that, that you it could, could be. Yes. And so if anybody gives me free fabric, I'm usually very excited about it. But that's the thing is, like, what... There, uh, I don't know. Fabric is one of those things where it's like it, the markup on fabric keeps getting to be more and more and more, and I don't necessarily understand why. It used to be pennies on the dollar to make a dress, and now it's ridiculous. Oh, it's still. It's probably still that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if you but if I like went to Joanne Fabrics to buy fabric to make a dress at my house, it is still pennies on the dollar. If you are doing it unethically, sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, the markup on, like, stuff at, like, Gap and whatnot is insane. Yeah. That's, you know, when they have, like, 50% off sales, they're still making money. A lot. Like, yeah. Oh, 80% off, they're still making money. Yeah. Um, but I also want to go through the honorable mention. Will you read the honorable mention? Yes. Um, uh, Tokokalo? Yes. Um, I actually really like the photo. I, don't I knew you would. That's This is why I picked it. Um, I think it's wonderful. I love these lamps. Uh, 
I think you're great. I like the exposed beam. Anyway, let's talk about what it does. Um, Soko Kahlo is a long-standing Seattle institution. It's been around for years because it's an institution. That makes sense. But it continues to, uh, to march a bit ahead of the curve while originally launched in a small subterranean space. Now boasts the breadth of a mini department store offering labels like Rochelle Comley, um, Depao Restapro, and Raquel Allegra. Okay. I don't know any of those things. Um, I'm poor, apparently. Um, in addition to the deep racks of clothing, accessories to Raquel is offering more and more in the way of home goods. There are ceramics from Michelle Kwan. Like the figure skater? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That's an interesting turn. No, um, it's spelled differently. Spelled wrong. Oh, okay. Doug Johnston baskets and hand towels by Context. There's also a brand new location in New York. Now, I picked this specifically because of the picture. Now, this shop looks like the most... Sp- it looks like somebody's house. Yeah. Where they accidentally left stuff out. I love when you go to, like, certain stores and it's, like, it is, like, a house. And then, like, they've got, like, four shelves of, like, seven things. And you're, like... Mm-hmm. There's nothing in this store. There's nothing in it. It's an empty canvas for your mind. I don't... I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous and pointless. All right. Uh, what were you going to say about this? About what? Uh, I thought you were going to say something about Totokala. No, I think it, I think the store looks great. Um, just, like, from the few things I can see on their shelves... Yeah. I don't... I'm not on board. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't... I... Just looking at the picture of the shop, I'm just like, there's nothing in there. And again, it's not a gift shop thing. It's not like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's move on to San Francisco, shall we? San Fran. San Francisco. Okay, uh, do you want to read that one too? Yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. Um, So San Francisco. uh, So the fashion crowd in San Francisco is more than a little excited to find out that Emily Holt formerly the longtime fashion news editor for Vogue, was bringing her exquisite taste back to her home city in the form of this adorable boutique. In addition to a great assess- assortment of our favorite of our favorite fashion brands, Paul Andrew, Adam Lips, Miriam Schaefer, and CBC Stones, to start, her store also carries a great selection of books and greeting cards, plus ceramics and other artisan products from local makers. That's... These styles are readily available. Oh, no, no, no. This is oh, what I wrote. Okay. I was like, that's a quite the juxtaposition. Yeah. Um, actually, this place probably seems like more of an okay gift shop because it's got, like, other stuff besides clothes. Like, books it's, and greeting cards, ceramics, yeah. artisan products, so, like, probably tchotchkes and stuff like that. And while I agree with that, the, the photo, the, the clothes that they offer there look, they look so simple. It's like denim skirts that go all the way to the ankle and a dress that looks like a boo-boo and it's just like it's it is clothing that i cannot get behind because it is not high fashion and i guarantee that like one of those freaking denim denim skirts is going to cost 260 dollars and you just don't know why what's fashionless that is not true Yet he somehow managed to snag a ten boyfriend, so it's okay. Stupid. <laughs> we like the recurring theme. Um, no, I just I don't I the clothing in there I don't think is enough of a looking at the photos of the clothing that they sell, I don't think that it is high quality enough that they can claim. Or it might be quality, but it, the the actual fashion of it is not impressive enough to me to be considered... No. Some of the stuff looks like something Pippi Go Longstockings would wear. Pippi Go Longstockings? Pippi Longstockings? Just Pippi Longstockings. Pippi Longstockings. Yes. 
<laughs> that explains why when I'm like, okay, Pippi go long stockings, people are like, it never lands the way I need it to. It's, yeah, because it's just Pippi long stockings. <laughs> Pippi go long stockings. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. Um, I use that insult more than I care to admit. <laughs> Okay, so that that concludes the part two, and for part three, we'll go through all the online shops that they have. Uh, so let's move on to the next heading, which is get. <laughs> so um, the the heading that we're looking at is under hundred and fifty dollar raffia and how to wear it. So as long as we're in the vein of fourth grade art projects, let's continue. Um, raffia is something that is used for, for elementary school art products. You should not be wearing raffia. You just shouldn't. If raffia is over $3, you are doing raffia wrong. It is that sort of straw-like product. I was like, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's that straw. Like, you, it's almost, you would see bags made out of it. Um, all of these things. Like, uh, the fact that they're managing to keep it under $150 is snake oil in it of itself. I think it's so dumb. Um... There's no point to that. Did, have you clicked on the link? Did you mm-hmm. look at the stuff? I don't get it. What did you get about it? I just don't get it. Like, what's the point? Like, pod pick for this is like, I suppose wear what makes you happy. So if raffia makes you happy, wear it. But don't spend that much money on it because it's not worth that. Um, but raffia is not breathable. It chafes. It's horrible. Like, it's not a fabric... <laughs> I get that it's summer, but it's like, don't, it's uh, appropriate for purses, maybe. Purses that you take to the beach. I was going to say, like, this bag is fine. The bag is bad, but it's also, like, it's way overpriced. Um. Um, breathable cotton, linen, these are things you should be looking to wear in summer. Raffia is not an acceptable clothing fabric. Also, like... Oh, I see what they did. So they're, like, doing all these raffia shit, and then all of a sudden it's like, with this, and, like, this is... Somehow they managed to segue into their lipstick. They did, yeah. They were, raffia lipstick. The other point of that whole article was just to go, like, oh, here are the things that Goop offers that looks good with these things, so you should buy these things and these things and spend, like, thousands of dollars. Um, so, yeah. This is a very short get because um, it's so pointless. I don't think we... And we've taken a lot of time talking about other stuff, so I think we can kind of breeze through this one a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I I would say most of the gets on this website are going to start getting quicker and quicker as we just go, it's just dumb. Like, don't spend your money on this. Oh, we can talk... Let's do an update on the... The, um... Pencil store thing. Under oh, that. yeah, yeah. Do the... Okay, so, so what is the update? I, if you recall, I made a, a, a notification for myself about the, um... Uh... The, the pencil thing? Yeah. Because, like, weirdly, I was into it. I was like, it's $30, you get, like, three pencils and, like, some accoutrements with it. Sure. Um, and I was like, this might be kind of fun. Like, so I made myself a, a, um, a notification to uh, start looking at this in early August, because, like, they sold out really quickly last time. Yeah. Um, so the next one ships in September, and I did not get on board. So I know that's <laughs> not like, 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 It was sold out when I looked at it last night. Really? It was really, like kind of upset about it so I'm gonna like look at it early September now and I'm gonna for the next one for the next one yeah so it means I will get it in January oh (laughs) wait September so we have to keep doing this at least till January (laughs) if only Uh, we could find a better way out okay have we thought about how we're getting out of this podcast ever uh I think one day we'll probably just stop (laughs) and not even do do a fair we haven't even merged it yet yeah we got time we got time we're already talking Episode 5, we're talking about the end. Yep. 
Okay, so ready? Here we go. Into the next segment is a make. Okay, um, so we have to review the Goop Entertaining Protocol. We haven't done the Goop Lunch Party. However, I have done no less than three dinner parties since the last one. I know you probably I was moving. You were moving. I have not done a... So the very first one that I did, um, the only thing that I didn't do as far as Goop Protocol, because uh, I had a, I had a girls' night at my place, and I yes, thank you. Uh, I had a girls' night at my place. The only thing that I didn't do off the Goop thing was uh, the the listening list, the the music list. Uh, everything else I I followed pretty pretty soundly. And so did it make it more organized for you? No, actually, your suggestion of following the Ina Garten one because I the next in the next couple of days I had then had my parents over for dinner um, with uh, with my ten boyfriend and uh, I, I followed Ina Garten's list and that was actually much more attainable and much easier. Then why do you go through the things that Ina Garten Yeah, so Ina Garten do? has this thing, and again I'm probably going to butcher it because I didn't know we were going to talk about this I didn't bother to look it up, but um, Ina Garten has this thing about entertaining um, uh, and there's a shtick with it where it's like um, you, so you do one thing the night beforehand you cook it the night beforehand um, you do one thing like the day of, and then you put something together. So as like an example, like you might do something the night beforehand that needs to like a chill out. So you might like make a guac, like if I were doing this, like, so not nearly as, as like elegant as a garden by any stretch of imagination. She's a goddess, <laughs> but she, um, uh, so like I would make maybe my guacamole the night beforehand because yep. that needs to hang out overnight. The day of, I'd probably make the, I don't know if I'm making like a, like a, a cilantro lime chicken or something. I'll do that the day of because yep. you need to do that the day of. And then maybe for like an hors d'oeuvre or like some snacks while we're, while we're eating or waiting to eat or kind of hanging out is like I'd get wine and like some cheese and nuts and something and I'll do that up real quickly. So, because there's no work with it, realistically. So, um... Because, like, realistically, like, and um, I'm just, like, paging through, like, I just found something of hers that talks about, like, entertaining. And it talks about, like, better, better ideas. And it's, like, just something, like, do get comfortable. Like, like, if you're going to be stressed, like, you're going to, everybody else is going to be stressed. So it's, like, and a dinner party should be fun. If it's not fun, then you shouldn't be having it. Yes. Sorry. Like, that's my motto in life. Like, YOLO. But, like, um... So, like, just do, like, just do simple things like that. It doesn't have to be too much. So, do you have to have, like, seven, a seven-course dinner? Sometimes it's fun to do that. I'll, get, I'll give it that to you. Sure. But, like, so, make some of it the night before and some of it the day of. And, like, maybe some of the course can be, like, we're going to do, like, a sorbet, like, um, palate cleanser. That's easy. You throw that into a little bowl and you're good to go. Yep. And that simply looks good. So yes. So, don't make it super complicated on yourself. Don't make it so hard. Yeah. And so, I, I preferred that. Over, you know, and then, so that's kind of what I've been following. So yeah. I have people over a lot, so. Well, and when I know I'm going to have people over, like, that's what I'll do, is make something the night beforehand. Because, you I mean, um, I always am worried there's never going to be enough food. Yeah. That's, like, a thing. But my, if I let that obsess over it, I'm going to make 17 things, and then I'm going to have all these leftovers that I'm never going to eat in time. Yeah. That go bad. So something the night beforehand, something the day of, put something together that you bought. Yep. Good to go. There you go. And that's wonderful. And no one's ever been, like... You could have made one more thing. No, nobody will ever call you out on that. If they do, they're a horrible person. They're terrible. You don't need do you know them in your life. Getting, do you know who's not getting a re, another invite? That person. That person. Yep. 
so for next week, what we're going to be doing is, or the next time we record, I guess, uh, we're going to be doing Shisonori salad rolls. I love it already. I actually, I tried to pick things this week that you would actually appreciate because you've been stressed out. Oh, you know what? Um, also because you've been picking things that I just hate lately. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Um, this looks really good. I like this already. Um, and actually I have sushi rolling accoutrements. That Do I you really? I bought them like a year ago and one weekend I was really bored. Um, and I was like... I'm going to learn how to, like, roll sushi. So I went to World Market. I bought all the things. And you never did it. And they're sitting in a bag in my kitchen. Yep. Like, in my closet. Because I'm like, ugh. I think what happened is, like, I'm going to get Qdoba tonight. <laughs> yep. It's easier. Um, I, I actually do wrap, uh, when I'm being healthier, I'll wrap a lot of my own, like, veggie sushi. But I'll use quinoa instead of rice because I want the protein. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So this uh, shisho nori salad roll. So this this recipe, we'll put it posted online, of course. Yeah. Um, but it talks about, so there's a spicy, ooh, spicy vegan aioli. I'm going to not use vegan mayonnaise for mine. Okay. But... I like it. I don't know that I will either. So it's got like mayonnaise, um, sriracha, garlic clove, ooh, grated garlic clove. I do have a, um, a, uh, a mincing plane, like what do you call it? Ooh. I know, I'm super excited about that. Um, uh, one inch knob of ginger grated and tamari. I know what that is, but I, need, I don't know what it is. I need to look it up. Yeah. Um, sesame oil, rice vinegar for the rolls, raw nori. So that's going to be like the, like the, um, yep. seaweed stuff basically. Yep. Avocado, yes. I love avocado. What are shisho leaves? I don't know. We'll find okay. out. But anyway, so you, in two different bowls, you separately combine the ingredients, set it aside, you put it on a flat, clean surface. Um, you know, this is going to be better served if I take photos while we do this. Yeah. So instead of like going through it. Yeah, we'll take photos, but we'll, we'll figure it I actually think that this is going to be, oh, it says eat immediately, though, that, that is important. Oh, yeah, no, this is, like, not something you'd have to sit around yep. for, like, a while. I might make this and, like, take it to work, but, like... Um, like I, I'm actually... I'm as excited about this as I was about the carrot soup, but the carrot soup turned out amazing. Oh, the carrot soup turned out really great. I actually might make that, um, uh, since I have off the next couple of days, I might make that for, like, a dinner. It's so up. good. It's so good. If you make it, you best bring some down to me. Yeah, absolutely. Or I'll have you come up. That, too. So, um... Yeah, so I think it's really great. It's got cucumber in it. It's got, um, like, avocado. It's like, what I like, oh, alfalfa, broccoli sprouts, or alfalfa or broccoli sprouts, carrots, julienne. It sounds very fresh. Yes. Is what I like about it. Um, Like, it's not going to be very heavy. It's going to be a very fresh, light meal type thing. I agree. Um, I might even, like, jazz this up a tiny little bit, and I might, like, make, um, like, um, grill some chicken. Like, just do, like, very thin, like, chicken strips in it. Yep. That might be kind of good. Okay. I would eat that because I'm a vegetarian. That's true, you're a vegetarian, but... You know, you've been talking about, like, maybe incorporating, like, salmon. I've been... For, for like, the last seven months, but yeah. You know what would be good in this? What? Like, a little bit of salmon. Okay. I, I tr- I'll try. I'm so afraid that I'll get sick. Well, you know what you should do one night is you should just, like, get like eat some salmon, do the sex test, and then, like, you get sick. Yeah, do it all at once. I'm not yeah. too much from stone. That sounds so awful. Get, like, mass diarrhea. <laughs> oh, don't make it gross. Don't make it gross. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so we're going to try this, and we will talk about it uh, in the the next episode. Do. Woo. Okay, so, um, let's see. The do. Do. Um, like I said, I'm picking things this week that you I think... do the thing. What? Oh, sorry, sorry. <gasps> 
Two. Two. Okay. Um, I'm picking things for this week that I think Nick will actually appreciate because he's had four weeks of things that he really hasn't liked. So this this time we're doing clean sleeping. What are you sleeping. talking about? Earthing was great. You you did not care for it. Um, so uh, there was an article that came out on Bustle that was saying um, is ten hours of sleeping, which is basically clean sleeping. Um, is 10 hours of sleeping too much for you? And a lot of doctors say yes, but Nick, I know you love sleeping. So what we're going to try and do for the next week is we're going to try and get a minimum of 10 hours of sleep a night. Um, uh, and it's supposed to be, oh, and we should review the last thing that we did, which was also based on sleep, which was a list of things that you could do to feel less exhausted. Um, no lie. I tried doing it for about three days. There were things on there really like, it's realistic to get 10 hours of sleep. Like, I mean, I love sleeping and I will sleep in sometimes. Yes. But when I sleep in, it's usually like I'm up after about six or seven hours of sleep. And then it's like, I'm going to like hang out in bed or like go back to sleep. Yeah, but that's what we're going to try for the next week is we're going to try is, so 10 hours of sleep. What is clean, clean sleeping? Um, so it's 10 hours of sleep a night un, uh, unmarred by electric devices or other mental distractions. So we're gonna, you're going to try and get as little sound in the room as you can, uh, as little light uh, in the room, and just get a 10 hours of undisturbed sleep. Where you're not waking up in the middle of the night. But I like background right. noise when I sleep. Okay, well, I think that if that's what helps you get into it. Um, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that they do say that 10 hours of sleep could end up doing a lot more damage um, than improvement on your sleep life. So this is another example of just how Goop is sort of spouting things that aren't necessarily true. I'm reading the... I'm just, like, paging through the bustle thing, and it's like... Preferably by 10. So if you need to get 10 hours of sleep. So I get up for work at 7. Yep. Um, and then so I, and I need to go to bed by like 9, nine. o'clock. Yeah. That's insane. I'm not going to bed by 9. You gotta try Also, it. going to bed at 9 means I'm sleeping at 9. Yep. So it means I actually have to go to bed at like 7.30. Yep. Because I'm up for an hour and a half before I like to go to bed. Try for a week. I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Nick. This is the easiest of all the challenges that we've done. It is just asking you to go to sleep for a week. Early. Yes. This is the easiest thing we've asked you to do. I eat. This is the easiest. All you have to do is go to sleep. We're not cutting anything out of your diet. You don't have to (laughs) exercise. All you have to do is sleep and you're giving me pushback. Because it's like... I have to go to bed by like seven thirty, eight o'clock every night. So I sometimes don't get for home. a week. That's I it. I sometimes don't get home to seven o'clock. You have to do it for a week. I'll see what I can do. You're committing to failure right now. Is what you're doing. I know what's going to happen. Is like you're going to like text me at like eight o'clock at night and be like, "Are you sleeping?" I'm like, well, I'm not now. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to text you the next morning and see if you did it, and you're going to tell me that you didn't. <laughs> As long as you're ready for the disappointment. I'm always ready for the disappointment when it comes to you. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So just try Nothing. it. And, and on, the, on the last one, I failed. I failed on the last one of like, but no devices two hours before bed oh. and doing exercises. Wait, oh wait, so hold on. So if I have to go to bed at 8 o'clock, two or no devices before two hours before bed? This was for the last challenge though. Oh, Okay. 
I'm like, so I have to put down my phone by 6 o'clock? Are you fucking kidding well, me? Well, this is unmarred by, like, so I think they're presuming that, like, for the first, the last half hour. I think what that's referring to is, like, because, like, there's something about blue light. Yeah. Makes you, but you can just use night shift on your iPhone or your um, Mac. Yes, that's true. But on the last challenge that we were supposed to do, there was that whole list of stuff that you could do to feel less exhausted. Did we talk about that already? We did. Well, I'm sort of peppering it in, but okay. did you do it? No. I didn't I, think I you didn't did. remember it was a thing. This, this is the end. Yeah. It's been a really long time since we've done that. It has. Um, okay. So let's uh, let's do C. What we're, oh, wait. Hang on. Moving on. We're moving on. You ready? C. Okay. Uh, so... For this week, what we're doing is what we're streaming now. We need to review the Goop playlist, though, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't actually listen to it. Oh, the music thing? Yeah. yeah I forgot it was a thing. I'm going to be honest. We're the you best. You didn't do any of it? No. I didn't okay. do. Um, we are the best podcast hosts ever. This is why earlier, when we talked about doing reviews, it's like, they're not. Like, yeah, because we did Yeah, that we Reviews implies that you use the thing. Yeah. Um, for the, we just attack. I don't know. I looked through the playlist, and it was just like, nothing really interested me. That, and I also, I don't love having music in the background at a party, because I did have, for each of those parties, I just like talking to people, and sometimes people tend to get distracted by that. I think, I think the right soundtrack does not distract people. I agree. Um, like there Which is. maybe this was, if we just didn't try it. Maybe I'll, I'll add this in for the next... My favorite background soundtrack for like a dinner party is actually... Braveheart? The, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds weird, but just go with it. It's actually the Nip Tuck soundtrack. I can see that, actually. Because it's, like, all done up by, like, Gabriel, Gabriel and Dresden, so everything yeah. flows really well, and it's all this really obscure music, and it's never really crazy and insane, and, like, it's... For me, I'm gonna pick the, the, the soundtrack <sighs> to Practical Magic for the next... What's that? I'm just... Like, it's it was written by Alvin Silvestri, and it's, like, lots of kitschy, like... You think that helped me? Uh, no, I know. Um, never mind. That's That will be funny for approximately two people, so I'm gonna leave that out there for them. Cool. Anyway. Okay, so we didn't do the Goop playlist, but we will. We'll we'll take a look into it, and then we will devise our own playlist. Oh, yeah. I'll do well, and, and Nick is saying... Oh, you know what we yeah. should do? What, what we should do is we should develop a Goop Pod Spotify playlist. Oh, sure. A Spotify playlist, and we could, like, do it up there. Sure. Okay, let's do that. That's a good idea. Okay. It's another project for that I have to do, but... Well... That's what we committed to. Um, but for this week, what we're looking at is uh, what Goop is streaming now, like what Goop is recommending for us. So our challenge for this week is we have to pick one of the the TV shows to watch and review for next week. And here is their list. And you can do this at home, too, and write in based off of what. And it has to be something that you haven't watched already. Mm-hmm. That is the other oh, thing. Fuck. Yep. Too bad. God damn, I was going to pick The Crown. <laughs> I know. Okay. It has to be The Fall. The Crown, Mascots, Gilmore Girls, Marcella, uh, Chef's Table, specifically Friends. That's the one they say. I have, that is on my list of things to watch on Netflix right now, okay. so I can watch and that. Okay, easy. Um, now, I have been binge-watched Gilmore Girls before. I find that to be the TV equivalent of, like, Hot Cocoa. I really do like it. Um, I have watched... I haven't finished The Crown. Uh, I started it, and then I forgot that I was How watching it. have you not it. finished it? I don't know. It's right up your alley. I know. I don't know. I don't know it's what it so is. It's so good. It is. I it's just don't really know. It's I, I forgot. Right now, I'm very into, like, streaming um, those old TNT shows just because I don't have to think at all. And I can, like, get up and go do something in another room and come back and don't have to worry about it. So I'm talking, like, Suits... 
um, covert affairs, burn notice, like those are what I'm watching at the moment because they're so easy and I don't have to worry about it. And it's like, it's so lends itself to turning my brain off at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's what well, I'm I understand wanted. it. Yeah. I get it. Um, so I think the crown is wonderful. It's I will okay. Fi- uh, all right, I will finish the crown and review it for next Me week. Too. And I'm also I'm going to pick another one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one that's out of character. I think for me to watch, I'm gonna pick. And, and I, I don't know. To be honest, most of these feel like they would be in the vein of something I would watch. But I guess the one I'm that doing Chef's Table, friends. Um, I'm going to do the Fall because I feel like of those, that is the one that I, I, I could see myself watching it. But it does, in essence, appeal the least to me off of the list. What is it? Um, it's about a serial killer, I think. Um, so it it both should it, it should appeal to me, but it just like every time I've seen a something on it, I haven't wanted to watch it. So I'll, I'll watch it, tell you what I think. I'll watch Chef's Tables France, and then I'll talk about The Crown next time. Okay. It's fantastic. If you haven't watched it, you should. It's great. Um, spoiler, she becomes queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I do actually think that it is a... Anytime like there's like a movie about like the royal family or something... Yeah. Um, I think... Oh, The King's Speech was a good example. Like yeah. I was watching with somebody, um, and they were like... Wait, so if her dad's, like, second in line, why is he going to become king? And why did she become queen? And I'm like, oh, God. Like, you don't know how the story ends already? Like, you haven't, like, seen a Wikipedia page on this? Think it through. Think it through. Think it through. Okay. That's, like, a thing. Anytime someone's like, I just wonder if he'll become king, I'm like, no. Because he's still alive. He's a prince. Yeah. So, no. Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Crack a book there. Crack a book. Uh, all right. So let's let's wrap this up for today. You ready? Wrap, wrap up. up. Uh, how much of the above things that we talked about today do we think were useful? Um, I like the um, the thing about the uh, rolls. The the nori rolls that the we have tried. Nori rolls look good. Um, the pop in. Let's let's start at the top. Pop in. I think he's. 50 50. It was a fun day for us, but do I think the actual pop in was useful? No. No. It was useful for as a vehicle to talk about things on our podcast. The journey was the destination. The journey was the destination. Yes. Um, let's see. The gift shops, completely not useful. Super I, useless. I, I, I might go to those shops if I were in another city just to like go and see them. I will never purchase anything at those stores. I mean, you say that. But you'll find, like, a print or something. That's, that is that like is true. I, but, so I would say that it's maybe 20% useful in the off chance that someday. Uh, let's see. Let's also talk... So that's maybe five, 20, 20, 25% useful based off the... Uh, let's talk about then the um, entertaining tips from last time. I mean, they're fine. They're fine. Like, any organization is good. Yeah. Um, but for how I usually... I think there are better resources. I think the Ina Garden one is useful. To be fair, the Ina Garden one that we talked about is a little bit more, like, basic in terms of, like, the food side of things. So it's not talking about, like, placemats yeah. and seating. And I, I think, overall, though, I think that there's a little bit too much pressure placed on hosts sometimes. I think all that you should really have to worry about is making sure that your guests are fed that there is enough drinks for them, and that your place is moderately clean. 
I think the or like clean enough for other people to be around. Oh yeah, you're gonna come into my space. Don't start judging me and be like, oh, you're not your t- your TV stand's a little dusty. Like, yeah, bitch, I'm fucking cooking you food. Yeah, okay? it's like I think that's that's where you should operate. Also, realistically, um, my mo with like um, having people over for food is like you're eating what I'm cooking, uh, except except for like specific medical, religious, dietary sure. type things like that, where it's like, um, you know, I like I can't eat pork. I wouldn't usually cook pork, but if it's like, I can't, I don't eat pork or shellfish because it's a religious thing, that's different. Yes. Um, if someone has a hardcore, like, um, issue with, like, I don't know, gluten or something like that, um, that'll be tough for me to do, but I'll try to figure it out, but... Yes. Uh, we missed the raffia thing. I think that's 0% useful. Because it, it was so useless... That you forgot about that it. I forgot about it. Yeah. So that's 0% I still useful. am not 100% sure what raffia is. <laughs> Um, okay, so the dory, we think that that'll be useful. That's we said good. that already. Um, sleeping 10 hours? I mean, I'm on board with sleeping more. I just, like... I, I don't know. I think... Well, and it's also... I know that there is some evidence to say that every person is different, too, where it's, like, eight hours is recommended, but that's... Not, like, some people require less and some people require more. I can function on a lot less. Um, I can. I don't know if it's good for me, but I do frequently. Like, I, I don't know that I ever usually sleep more than, like, five, five hours a night. Six or seven for me. Yeah. Maybe weekends I do get a closer no, to No, I shouldn't say, like, six, five or six, because I usually generally, um, like, I'll go to bed at, like, a decent hour, like, ten, but then I'm not actually sleeping, sleeping till like, eleven. Well, due to my, as I'm sure the listeners have noticed my nose issues i sleeping is a tough time for me it it doesn't go very well life is tough yes uh so let's see we'll try that the clean sleeping we'll review that um the 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 playlist which was zero percent useful because it it wasn't even compelling enough for us to even go listen to it so facts zero percent useful the tv who knows we'll figure that out we'll we'll watch and let you know um and then give our own recommendations as to what we would stream now Mm -hmm. uh in the next episode uh do we think that martha stewart ayana garden or mothership could do it better as always, yes. Yes, and I also think, that, like, I guarantee that my mother could... I've seen her do countless dinner parties that are just, like, she has planned, she knows where it's going, it's like, great, we're done. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, so the percentage of Paltrow poo peddling for today's episode? I haven't done the math, but a lot. I, yeah, I'm going to guess, like, it was probably somewhere around 87% once, once you add it all up. Depending on what metrics you're using. Yes. All right, so I think that's it for today. How long is this? About an hour, 45 minutes. Okay, that's not too terrible. I thought it was way worse. All right, so we're wrapping up for today? Yeah, we're done. All right, goop out! Goop out! Pausing so I can stop.